We should like go and like hang out with Todd. <laughs> Whoa, it's Todd. Yeah. <laughs> Todd's even cooler than we thought. <laughs> Boys, I'm looking for a fella who goes by the name of Todd. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> He's cool. <laughs> Todd would make like a good manager or something. Welcome to another episode of the 206 Geek Podcast with your host Todd, the 206 Geek. Uh, well, here, I, can you all, pre- I don't share that, I don't, it's not that I don't hide, it's not that I hide things around here. This you'll be able to see because there's not going to be any glare, but I, um, I have. Nice. My, I have, I actually, I actually have an oppa. And I want an uh, yeah, but that, I haven't. They're expensive. The ones I've seen are expensive. But Ang came with. Oh, cool! Super cool! A little Momo. Yeah, I got my my little Oppo Oppo Funko Pop is like sitting in a house plant up in our kitchen. See, and I, I'm honestly like Oppo's the bat is great, but I love Momo. I would I would have a Momo tomorrow if I if the thing was real. I would have a Momo. There's no nice. Doubt That's cool. And this is coming from someone who who has not watched much of the show. I've, I think I've seen photos of the original character. Momo kind of reminds me what, of an, a loth. Okay, and what is it supposed to be? It's, a, it's a, the, the, uh, it's a lemur. A le- that's right. Yeah, fly, yeah, yeah. Yeah, flying, flying a, lemur. Okay. I think that's what it, or something because that's the thing they do on the show in general, Todd. And you don't get a lot of it from the movie. Is they they tend from to take, animals. They, yeah, they, exactly. Like you have like turtle ducks and things like that. So like you know. Um, oh, you know, I, I saw a movie that did something like that, that, and they did that with, um, oh, wolves and spiders. That's fantastic. Instead of a wolf spider, you had a spider wolf. And, uh, it was, it was, the movie is the sequel to the crude. Yeah. This is a Nick Cage animated film. It's not terrible, but it's not like, oh my god, I need to watch I, this again. I, I recommend watching the series, though, but, Todd. I believe both yeah. uh, both Avatar and Korra are currently on Netflix in their entirety. So. I I follow I, I one of the one of the people I one of the voice actors I follow. She is, I think, the, one of the main characters in Korra. Great Delisle. Um, I was just gonna say she Grey was Delisle. Azula in. Avatar: The Last Airbender. She is the uh, evil, evil princess, basically, and yeah. she does yeah. phenomenal Any, voice acting. Anytime, yeah. Anytime, anytime she says something snarky on Twitter, it's always right. a, a, a equated to Azula, and I'm like, I really should check out this show because I know her. I know her from other things, like uh, she was Mandy from Billy and Mandy, which that show is still one of my favorite. Um, and she was the she. She has been up until the most recent animated movie, been the voice of Daphne and oh, like the what, past what, twenty was years. Was she on Scoob as well or no? So, no, no, no. Only person in Scoob that has been a, a, a mainstay in any of the Scooby Doo movies is Frank Welker, being the voice of Scoob. He didn't voice anybody else. He's it, primarily, he's he's Fred. He that's his natural speaking sure. voice is Fred from Scooby Doo. And uh, and, and I think about 15, 20 years ago is when he started doing the voice of Scooby Doo himself. Because back in the early days, it was it was. Um, of course, now I've started. I'm talking about it. And my brain decides. No, you don't need to know that information. Um, I know the feeling, Todd. You know uh, I do. <laughs> shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm having an unreliable mechanism today. Today, no, damn right. um, yeah, yeah, I'm, for I'm sure. Getting old. So that's part of it too. Um, Don Messick. Don Messick was the original voice of Scooby Doo. He's known for doing all kinds of voices. He was like Papa Smurf and everything else. But uh, Don Messick died in the late '90s, and then somebody else, I think Scott Innes, did Scooby for a number of years, and then Frank took over both Fred and Scooby at one some point. And Frank has been in every version of Scooby-Doo minus a pup named Scooby-Doo. He's been in everything else Dang, since 1969. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. He's also the voice of yeah. Megatron and Soundwave yeah, nice. and a bunch of um, other Just to finish, uh, Todd, if you don't mind, just to finish off the point yeah. I was making earlier, though, uh, Ken, the, um, so the live action one that's going to be on Netflix eventually, when it, it whenever it right. is eventually. Um, I might, I think it's, I forget which one it is, but I think it's Michael Dante DiMartino is involved in the project. So it's not, but I think, didn't, didn't he either get fired or quit? Not that I'm aware. I mean, if he did, then that's something that I got, I missed, but the last I, last I heard he was still involved in the project, but I could be wrong. Uh, I mean, it was, it was like within three months after production started, he either got fired or quit. Oh, well. That yeah. that's something I I wasn't aware. Of. Now oh, the other wow. thing I may, that might explain why he also was working on because I, I believe it was also him that did, and I, it, obviously you're a fan of of Avatar. If you just like that style that they do, um, right. Voltron: Defender of the Universe on Netflix. Oh my god, it's so good. Okay, you know it, yeah, and that I've, I've seen it, yes, yeah, and yeah. that's them too. And it's also and, got one of the uh, so I mean Voltron, which I loved as a child, uh, but also. The voice actor that plays Finn the Human from Adventure Time is one of the paladins of Voltron. Okay, which is super dope. Yeah, the the only because Adventure Time is also great. The, and I won't get into specifics because I don't want to ruin anything for Todd. My only complaint that I had with with Voltron with the Voltron with the end of the series is they ended it almost identically to the way they ended Korra, and that just felt like, come on, do something you original. I don't have a problem with it in terms of what it is. My problem with it is that they rehashed basically the same ending as Korra. That it's not it's not what it is. It's it's the rehashing, and and that right. would make more sense if I could be more more descript without ruining it for Todd. But right. spoilers. So, so you're not going to ruin it. Go ahead and say it. I'm uh, by the so time I actually haven't watched the last season yet. Anyway. Oh, oh, of Korra. Okay. Yeah. Right. No, no, not Cora. Um, I haven't watched the last season of the Voltron yet. Oh, well, then my apologies, Ken. I didn't, I didn't mean to. Oh, no worries. This is fine. I just haven't watched. I just, if we can, no spoilers, or or let me mute it while you tell him. No, no, no. I'll I'll, I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. Okay, but, cool. Yeah, there, there's this, there, there, there's a. We'll we'll say that they they went back to old they went back to old uh, habits, I guess, or they they right. rehashed something, and I'll leave it at that. And I just, I wish they hadn't done that. I wish they'd gone. Not because of what it represents, but just that it would have been something different, you know. Right, that, totally. Yeah, and I think it's it's been long enough since I've watched Korra all the way through that I might have completely forgotten the ending, anyways. Well, that's good because I again I didn't mean to spoil. Unfortunately, yeah, no you're all good. Well, well CJ knows, but Ken has. I have not. I have not yet the done any of the Disney all? Disney stuff, Disney Plus, and part of that's part of that's like a. I don't know, a little rebellious streak. So, uh, you know what? I'll uh, and in in CJ, I know will agree with this. The Mandalorian is everything any Star Wars fan has ever wanted out of Star Wars, regardless of what right. which version of the franchise you prefer. From, from everything I hear, the Mandalorian is just straight up a phenomenal show. Oh yeah. Uh, and a lot of it for me is just a, it's a, obviously an impotent protest against yeah. the consolidation of media by Disney. Like, uh, it's so frustrating because as a fan, I love their I love their content. I love the stuff that they make. But but as a you know, as a an American and a human, I think that them gobbling up everything is is very scary. I will say this. I have zero problem with anything Disney has done with Lucasfilm thus far. Um, in fact, I think Disney has done better with Star Wars than Lucas did in the I last. I mean, I, I don't years. know. If, I don't know if I agree one hundred percent with that statement. The thing I will say about Disney, just to your point, Ken, about them consolidating everything, is yeah, they are, and I and I get where you're coming from. So I can't even argue against that that fact there or that 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 stance, right? Because I kind of I kind of actually share it a little bit, to be honest with you. But that said, what they're not doing is dipping their hands into a lot of things. Because like I was really afraid you were going to get like a really watered down Marvel universe with, with Disney really kind of putting that Disney thumb on, on side. And they're not, they're really just like, it's Marvel studios and we're just funding. Well, and I've, I've loved the MCU uh, so far, like everything they've done with it. I mean, there's, there's a couple of duds here and there like Thor two and whatnot, but, but overall most of the movies have been pretty good. Uh, so I think what we're really going to see is now that we've seen what can happen with Deadpool and, and old man Logan with, with Logan, the send off for Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart, uh, 
those are the two that are that are like the more gritty realist rated r stuff that we're gonna find out if disney can hold true to that you know what i mean like they say they're gonna they say that the new deadpool is going to be r-rated again but i mean we'll see what happens you know i know i think I, and i think they're yeah. going to i think yeah. they're, i think i think they're they're smart yeah. enough to see that there and um, i think the writing's kind of on the wall with how much money deadpool made right exactly and and you know what and then todd and i've talked about this probably going on like three weeks in a row now but like you know as far as and then i'm not saying that in like i i'm tired of talking about it but like it 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 as long as we get our because like and then i had this conversation with my co-host rico and todd a while back too is I had I, I I fundamentally had a problem with the Once Upon Deadpool thing before it came out because like it it's, it's been and this was after the Disney acquisition of Fox was announced, so I'm right. thinking to myself we're just going to get a PG-13 Deadpool now, and I'm like fuck that, and now it seems like they're going to give us the R-rated one. Yeah. I know I get your hesitation, Ken. I'm I I follow I I don't follow far behind on that. I get it, you know, but if they give us the R-rated Deadpool and then subsequently release a also PG thirteen one as like a secondary piece, like they did with the last one. Right. I mean, it's a bit of a cash grab, and and Todd will tell you, I'm I'm not a huge fan of cash grabs, but I at least get, but I at least get the point of doing that. And as long as they still give us our R rated Deadpool, I'm right. good with it. You know. But I I had said to Rico and Todd, like if they only put the P, if they do that and put like a, the PG thirteen one in the theater and then only release the unrated one on Blu Ray, guess what? I won't be going to see in the theater. Right. You know. So yeah. No, I was. Uh, so when when Disney initially acquired Fox, I was like, I was like, uh, praise Jesus, hallelujah moment for me because I was like, finally someone to rescue the X Men franchise from Fox. Yeah. Um, like, because, like, how, how do you take you yeah. know, the X-Men and run it into the ground? Well, Fox has a master class on that. It's called, you know, their X-Men movies. I actually like the latter ones, the the younger gen ones with McAvoy and, and Fassbender. I'm a, I'm a big fan of that. I mean, I love the first two, X-Men 1 and X-Men 2, Brian Singer. Those were great. Uh, first class is dope. Days of Future Past is great. But Apocalypse, oh, man. Yeah, well, Apocalypse definitely has its, its its downsides, and I'm not going to argue that. But that, for me, it's got a couple of its upsides too. And and in some of the characters, you get to see like you finally get to see Cyclops. You finally get to see them in their their true to form uniforms. You know what I mean? Like so, right. it's there. There are some some positives to the film as a whole. I I understand what you're saying, and and can't argue against it per se. But I I do under but I I do see some positives that came out of it as well. I knew someone who absolutely did not like the the new rebranded X Men movies. In fact, he called uh, Days of Future Past Days oh, of Future Past, <laughs> like PBR. Because like he goes, you have no, to be no. drunk to watch uh, that movie. Uh, of, like, listen, of both bold. franchises, <laughs> and I say both franchises because really it's two separate franchises with the old and the new, even though they crossed them over. Oh. It really is two franchises. Of the two franchises, that film right. singularity yeah. is probably the best of the bunch. Yeah, you know, you know, right. the only the only thing that I, the only problem that yeah. I have with Days of Future Past, and I am nitpicking like a motherfucker here. Please understand that is to me, you don't get enough Wolverine in the claws because, like, when he because the bulk of the movie, he's in the past when he only has the bone claws. You don't have the adamantium, you know. So if if I have any gripe in that, it's that you don't get the adamant enough of the adamantium Wolverine in that particular film. But that's just me. And here I was mad that that character in Days of Future Past was I, portrayed by Wolverine instead of Kitty Pride, as in the original Days of Future Past. Well, I mean. I, I don't mind them taking twists on things. Todd and I talk I about it. it and I don't either. And and the the fact is that Wolverine is the bankable you know character in that franchise. Of course, the movie's going to center on him. Yeah, I, I actually have no real issues with that. I yeah. just it, they've only. Had, I think Kitty Pride was actually it only in one of the, at least a speaking part anyway. She was only in one of the X Men movies as a. As a one of the secondary right. so characters, she was in X like more than five minutes. Ellen Page of, played her, but oh, in X Men Three, and then I think she was in yeah. Days of Future Past a little bit as well. And to, and, and and he now just to be, I mean, well, not not, he, but, not even he because the character, the character oh, yeah, is yeah. in the in the 
first one, but it's not it's not Elliot Page. It's a different actress. I'm trying to remember who it was, but like, and to, to Todd's point, it's literally, it's not even, it's like 30 seconds. She's in a physics class that he's teaching when Logan first arrives and she grabs her book and says, bye professor and runs to the wall. Oh, right. But in, but in X-Men three, uh, yeah. Kitty Pride was actually a, a main oh, character. Yeah, I, remember. I remember. I've only yeah. seen it. Yeah. She's the one that helped a bunch that of people was in X-Men two. Of, I think. Right. Yeah. And like, um, like, if you're, if you're a fan of those and, uh, Todd, you know I'm always about plugging. Um, on 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 my show on Potterskew, as you yeah, can see on the wall there, um, we did a uh, we interviewed a guy named um, Matty Granger, and Matt Matt worked heavily on that first X Men movie, both the first, first two, but especially the first one. The so much so that he told all, oh, and it can it, it's fucking podcast gold. He Thanks. he. We asked him, so what was it like to work on X-Men? An hour later, we got to ask our second question. <laughs> and in, in, in the interim, he told us the entire story of how Brian Singer went from Dugray Scott to Hugh Jackman. In detail. Oh, interesting. Every piece of it. And it was wow. fucking fascinating. Yeah, it was really good. And then, That's cool. Uh, my transition is take a look at Hugh Jackman in X-Men 1. Uh, and then take a look at Hugh Jacks, Jackman in like Days of Future Past, and he's gained like eighty pounds of muscle. Oh yeah, no, yeah, crazy. Yeah, he's like some skinny dude rip. in X Men One. <laughs> well, and the thing that's interesting about about the, the huge jacked man. He also, but he also, he you know the sequence with um Rogue yeah. and and. And Wolverine in her in his truck after he finds her in the in hiding in the thing, Maddie wrote that sequence. He wrote he, that okay. that whole and so he tells about that whole. I mean, it's a, it's a great goddamn interview. So if you get a chance yeah. to check that out, I know Jay's hanging around. She's I know Jay's heard it, and I'm sure she'll yes. have a paragraph of, of emojis that are about to pop up and tell you how awesome it is. But <laughs> um, yeah, but that that that. That whole sequence with Matt and Maddie tells that story fantastically. It's really an interesting interview if you get the chance to check that out. If you're that much of a fan of the series, so nice. I'll look into it. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I'm a total X Men geek. Um, you know, I love the movies, a lot of them, despite their flaws. Like Wolverine was one of my favorite characters as, as a kid and, and even as an adult. Um, the, so sometimes it's painful. You know, it's painful to be a geek sometimes and to see the way other people nurse what you consider to be your, your babies. Um, uh, of all the X, of all the live X Men movies, the only ones I really yeah, have yeah. a real, real problem with um, are X Three and Wolverine Origins. Those are the two that I really have the biggest problem with. Like Apocalypse, yeah. I know has. No, it. I, I agree, hundred percent. I mean, I mean, Brett I Ratner screwed up X Men Three and. Yeah. Dude. The best part of of Deadpool yes. two is when he which takes which out by the way as terrible Deadpool. as Origins is that sequence that sequence with that crew when he's in with the uh, the X four oh not X force what are they called um I don't I can't think of the name of the crew the the but when he's in there when he's when he's with Wade Wilson at first while it's not the Deadpool we're used to that sequence was still pretty damn good and also getting you know a little bit of time with Gambit had its in my eyes had its benefits too but. But the overall movie as a whole just wasn't wasn't good and wasn't good enough, and that was that was the biggest problem. Um, but you know the the yeah. overall like because the Wolverine not a terrible movie. I mean it, it's it's different. It's got its but it's not the a first terrible. two thirds of it are really good actually. My only my only issue with the Wolverine movie was that because the next movie you see Logan in is is I believe Days of Future Past, and and so he. What's that? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, but I'm saying is you get no, no, no days of future past the one where he goes back in time. He, first class. he had a tiny cameo in first class. And he said, fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my issue with it was that in Wolverine, yeah. Yeah. and as far as as and all the research that I've done, all the research Rico's done is the Wolverine does take place before Days of Future Past in in the actual timeline. He gets his adamantium claws drilled out. So then, how the hell does he have them when they go? You know what I mean? Like, because that doesn't regenerate. The adamantium doesn't regenerate. His, right. his skin regenerates. His cells regenerate. Things like that. But the adamantium doesn't. He should have had the bone claws, if nothing else. 
Right. Yep, true story. You know, and that that was the only that was the only thing that I had. Um, now yeah. the Rico Rico and I talked about it when we did our X Men deep dive, and and his, I I. I, I kind of gave in on Rico's explanation. It's a little bit of just, you got to kind of go with it type of thing. But because, because if you remember, he, he, at the end of the Wolverine, I think it's in, I think it's actually a post credit scene. He meets up with Picard, uh, Picard, Christ, Patrick Stewart as, as Professor X and, and Ian McKellen as Magneto. And they say, we need your help or something to that effect. So mm. Rico's thing was it somehow, um, Magneto shifted the adamantium in his body to recover the bone claws. So, like that was something. I think, that I think that's the implication there is that that's how he got the adamantium back. Right, but th- but it's not really ever explained. And it from a from, and if you don't watch the post credit scene, it's just like you know what I mean. Like, so. I actually kind of like it when uh, when when filmmakers or storytellers let you connect some dots yourself. And I think that's I mean you that's a it's a it's a jump, but. You know, that's if you can make a major plot point, though, I'm with you, but that's a pretty major plot point. Like you need, so, you, know, you know, so. But I think because the plot point is between movies, it's like a little more forgivable. I I, I think I think what happens a lot of times, at least in the last couple decades, anyways, is like people people don't want to have to make their own conclusions. They want they want those plot holes to be filled in by the storyteller and uh i i honestly don't have a problem with that i in fact a lot of times those are the reasons why i like those movies is because right. it's not explicitly told to you this is x y and z you just have to figure that's probably what they meant you know and uh i used to i i, I and to a certain degree i am still to this day one of those nerds who like no you can't do this this or this with this character <laughs> no no no, you know, but uh, I, I try not to do that because number one, right, I can still go back and watch the originals or or look at the source material if I absolutely don't want to see like the the original. But I also try to just kind of take it for what it is and just you know and and enjoy it for what I'm seeing and and not analyze the shit out of it. I, I used to be really bad at just analyzing everything about movies and TV shows and just picking it apart. And I had a friend go, dude, why are you picking it apart so bad? It's not a horrible movie. I'm like, dude, they did I this, depends, this, I think it this, depends on the level the of, of like, yeah, destruction man. that's done, right? You know, you know, going back to the franchise we've been talking about, I, X3 just basically retcons everything else. Like, it's just, it just just shits the bed on everything else. You know what I mean? So I think, I think, it, I mean, cause I follow yeah. you Todd and I get it. And I think, you know, I think I've become more, it's funny. Yeah. I mean, I think it's we, funny we, because you've come, you've become less of that. And yeah. as a result of working with Rico and doing pot I've become more of that than I used to be. You know what I mean? Like I, and I still of the two of us, meaning Rico and I, I I'm still the one that can suspend disbelief a little bit and kind of just sit back and enjoy the film. Whereas as Rico's like, you know, yeah. picking shit up, you know, going at it. And, you know, like you were talking about the thing that you were talking about, about how we've gotten to a point that where they want us to connect the dots. The thing that I, I was made, I was thinking when you said that, it made me laugh. And I just have to share this. Cause I think it, I think it's a funny thing is how trained they've got us right. for how to sit through credits because I, right. no joke you're gonna think i'm just making a joke but i swear to god this happened so we did I, as i said on my show and todd i think i hope you were still there when i announced it we did presidential movies that's what's coming out this coming monday um one of the movies that i rewatched for it was lincoln spielberg's yeah. lincoln okay. no joke i sat to the end of the credits waiting for the post credit scene because i didn't even fuck it <laughs> You know, I, I think one of the things that's great about the post credit scenes that that Marvel sort of introduced and stuck with over the long run is that it does have people trained to watch the credits now. And uh, even if you're not actively reading the names of all the people up there, it takes like hundreds and hundreds of people to make a movie. So like having the respect to sit there while they're, you know, they're credited for their hard work is kind of a cool thing. And then uh, I was going to say, like, re uh, nitpicking uh, movies and picking them apart while you're watching them. Like what I find is it it varies on my level of engagement. If the movie has got me enthralled and I'm like into the story and invested in what's going on and I care about the characters and all that stuff, I don't nitpick because I'm enjoying myself. I'm having a good time. But if I start to get bored 
and I start to tune out, I'm fucking ripping shit apart. Yeah, I, that's it. Yeah, and and yeah. I and I think that's for, that, I think for me it. the good news is that uh, you know I I and I and I'm working hard to keep this for myself is to have this switch. So like, there's times I watch a movie just because I want to watch a movie. And then there's times I watch a movie because we're going to talk about it on Potescue. And when right. I'm going to watch a movie on Potescue, I watch it through a very different lens than I would if I'm just sitting down to watch the movie and have a beer or whatever. And totally. I can still flip that switch. Nice. I, I, I think, and I think this happened to Rico long before we did Potescue. I think this has been a problem for him for years, but I think Rico lost that ability a long time ago. And he just watches it one way. Um, it doesn't mean he doesn't enjoy movies. He definitely still enjoys movies. Like, you know, he's right. not, he's not shitting on everything he ever sees, but you know, got a more critical perspective. I, 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 I think I, th in, 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 in regards to Rico and, and how he perceives movies and, and media that he, he watches. That too. Stuff, yeah. I think it's because he is a creator himself and it's, it's, hard to separate the creator from the the uh the fan sometimes you you, you watch something that you really for, like for sure todd and, and, go, I, oh, and shit, I don't disagree I with that any better. of that but at the same you time know? like i i consider myself a creator i mean maybe different in the way that rico is for sure i mean he does the voices and he definitely wants to act i don't want to act i want to do this i want to sit behind a microphone i don't care if it's on camera or, or just behind the mic you know between, between the podcasting doing this and now doing the djing thing you know like mm -hmm. that's this this is where my world this is where i'm comfortable right and i would love to do some voiceover stuff and i'm not talking like we were just talking about with scooby-doo and ninja turtles and todd i've made the joke with you i don't want to be i don't want to be michelangelo i want to be the guy that tells you if your erection lasts too long you need to call your doctor that's the voiceover <laughs> the stuff that i want to do you know like you know um yeah, that, I mean that's right, but that, I'm, but I'm saying like I, I feel like I'm that guy, or you know, or I'm the guy where okay. you say it and then you speed me up at the end of the bank commercial or the end of the car commercial. Like that's that you know, that's me. You know, right? We got the terms and conditions super fast. Right, or or I say a normal thing and then they just speed it up in post. You know, whatever. Right. You know, so um, reserve pitch. Right, right. You know, so and and being that I work in bank compliance, I'm kind of used to how Funny. those work. So it, it's a nice <laughs> okay. anyway. Um, anyway. That's beside the point. But that's that's. But I mean, so I would argue though, Todd, that I'm I'm a creator in and of itself. You know, I, while very different, and I can still do that. I can still flip that switch. You know, so yeah. Yeah. Well, I I think that's 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 because the two okay. of us are different creator, different types of creators than Rico. Rico definitely wants to be an actor. Definitely wants to be in in that realm of things. And we we we're cool well, with being I, behind I the camera. Radio. I mean, let's be and on real about this. You know, so, <laughs> he wants yeah. the camera. Well, uh, Todd, you were you were there when I, Eddie I Pence a, was on Get Vocal, weren't you? Media. Were you there that week? So, Ken, do you, do you know who so, Eddie yeah. Pence is? Yeah, the that comedian? was one of the first times I, I was don't. on Get Vocal. So he's think. a stand-up comedian. He's based out of DC originally. He lives in LA now, and. If okay. if you're familiar with uh, Ralph Garman and the Ralph Report, it's his it's his co-host. Although he's known as the vice the vice host is the actual title they gave him, just because Ralph's Ralph and that's what he does. But um, we we've we've built a bit of a relationship with Eddie. He's a good dude, and he's been on Podescue a few times, and and so he came on Get Vocal with us. And I made that joke about a voice for radio. He came right over the top, and he's like, "Dude, you got a," he said, "You said you have a face for radio and a voice for newspaper." <laughs> nice. And I was like, God damn. <laughs> Burned. Yeah, right. But that's but that's I mean he, he gets paid to do that. So I I can't right. even hit on it. Like to, but no, man, I mean I see I see what you guys are saying. And I, I, I have the perspective of a creator as well. Um, sure, yeah, with the book and all filmmaker and a and a writer and a and an artist that uh but like you're saying, I think your perspective, CJ, is interesting that you switch it on and off, and then you're saying that you guys your buddy has lost the ability sort of to switch it off, and it's like I strive to, yeah. I, I strive to shut it off and get engrossed yeah. uh, when I watch a movie or a show. And if it if 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 it fails to get and and sometimes it's not the movie's yeah. fault. Sometimes I just had a shitty day and you know I shouldn't be watching this movie because I'm not you know respecting it. Sure. My time. sure. Yeah. Well, and then and and just sometimes sometimes the story isn't that great to begin with, and you're just like because of how terrible it is. 
It's right. not easy to get sucked no, in. For, You're for like, oh, this is, and, oh, why did and, they do and, that? And Todd, you know him, so I, I'm not. <sighs> I'm talking more to I mean, Ken and the I, audience that might be listening. You know, like I, I don't. I'm not shitting on Rico's ability to enjoy a movie. I know he can sit down and enjoy a movie, and I, and 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 he does multiple times, but. <laughs> He he just looks at it from a very yeah. different perspective, and then and then even more so his yeah. his girlfriend Steph, who I love to death. Steph's an, you know an amazing human being, but she she looks at things from in an even different lens. And I'll give you a great example of this. And Todd, I think I think you've heard this, but if not, I think you'll appreciate it. Even if you haven't, is the first time they saw Black Panther, she fucking hated it, hated. Mm-hmm. And and the reason she hated Black Panther was was the first five fucking minutes. It destroyed it for her. She just didn't care after that because she was so mad at the Wakandans for not sharing the vibranium and helping the other African countries. Like that, that just put such a bad taste in her mouth that the rest of it was just like, fuck them. I don't care. Wow. You know, you know, I, I, I get that. I can see that. And like I said, and like I, I, uh, I said, I, I'm, I'm, I wasn't in, not trying to to, yeah. to poo poo on those guys. Oh, at I, all. I, I know plenty of people who you, cannot. I don't think you were, Todd. I just, he's my friend, and I feel I like, know, and not from anything you said. I think from things I said. I just need to defend my friends, since he's not here to defend himself. That's all. <laughs> yeah. So. No, I just I just wanted to oh, make I, sure that I, that I, was known. I that didn't that think you meant it that way. And if, if someone else in, had said it, I would have defended you on that. I didn't I didn't think so. But no. being that I, I being that I'm supposed to be his hetero life mate, I didn't need to make sure that I, you know, cross I'm I, I, Yeah, you know. I, I've dated for Silent Bob. Uh yeah, you, yeah, I would say I'm Jay of the two Bob. of us, yeah. We we've always we've always said that we're more Dante Randall than Jay and Bob. Honestly, as as much as we use the hero life mate line, we're definitely more Dan, Dante Randall, and I'm definitely the Dante of the two of us. Yeah. So, but that's okay because that's you know it's say, so yeah. it's so yeah. funny. Like, um, there's a great line from um, uh, Almost Famous, which is a movie I fucking love. It's one of my favorite movies. Where where Stillwater is taught, it's right after that they get the T-shirt, and the only person you can see clearly on the T-shirt is Russell Hammond, the guitar player, and 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 they're having the argument, and he's like, uh, Jason Lee's basically just screaming at Billy Crudup, and he's like, you know, Page Plant, uh, Jagger, um, what the fuck is his name, um, or anyway, the point is he's listing off these, he's listing off all these. Richard, right? Thank you. Yeah, Jagger. I think he said Jagger Keith is actually I think the line, but he's rattling off these different, you know, these different combinations. Like that's the dynamic we agreed on, and it's so funny because Rico and I went into Potosky with like, how the fuck do we do this? And we just ultimately ended up where we are, where I'm kind of like the straight guy and Rico's the the comedy foil on the thing. But it, but it, but it seems to work. I mean, we seem to enter and for the for the dozens of people to listen, we entertain them. So I mean, you know, we'll, <laughs> you know. So, we'll get a few. Todd, I just I just saw your uh, your your uh, yeah. your pledge. I think so. Thank you, thank you very much. Oh no, no, no! I, I wish I could take credit for it, but no, I I didn't pledge anything yet. I I'm not a I don't, no yeah. So, no, I I sincerely humbly appreciate it, Todd. Thank you so much. I did. I had no problem. Yeah, I you know what I, it's it's. And that's the, the other thing is like it's right. some some Kickstarters they want a lot of money for their things, and I think this this is you know I can I can spare ten bucks you know that's to help out a local artist and and you know it's like I said earlier the artwork is cool I'm I'm looking forward to really getting into the story because it sound from what I saw in the video and what you told me it sounds it sounds like something I would totally be into and I can totally see this becoming like. And if and if, if the story like continues to get even cooler, and I as it's gonna be, I would imagine, I could see it going other places. I could see it becoming an animated. Thing. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. It definitely has an animated feel you know, to it from the picture. Yeah. I had and 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 you can see in the in the pitch video, there's a little bit of an animated sequence. I had spent a lot of time thinking I was gonna turn it into a, like a motion comic or an animation, um, but that takes like at least a hundred times more time sure. than just making. 
comic book does. Sure. So, that, I mean, that's still a goal, but uh, it's not an immediate goal. Well, and and all jokes aside, Ken, if you're looking for for voiceover people for that, I know I know Rico would do that in a heartbeat, and he wouldn't ask you for a penny. He would just want the exposure. Nice. So, yeah, he 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 would be all for doing something like that. So. Actually, well, uh, I'm definitely, I'm definitely, I, I appreciate it, but I'm definitely at the point where if I, if I do hire voice actors, I, I will pay them. Uh, well, either, either way, though, I'm saying though, he, he, he was not going to say no, don't pay me. But if you said I don't right. need to pay you, he'd be like, that's fine as well, as well. The point, right? Like, he, and I'll actually share. I forget. I, I wish I had the information in front of me, and I don't. Rico's got it, so I have to get it and maybe share it with Todd, and he can pass it on to you or whatever. Yeah, cool. Not a problem at all. I, so I think uh, for me in my progression as a filmmaker, one of the important steps uh, to take was was getting to the point where I was paying actors. Uh, and then and so in my last, I think, three, two projects, uh, with the exception of one, the actors were all paid. And then on on one of the last ones, the crew and the actors were all paid. Um, it's not cheap. No, uh, it's, not, it's not easy, but it's important, I think, to pay people for their time uh, because our time is the most precious thing we have. Uh, and if someone is going to contribute their time to help you bring your vision to life, like I, I'm just happy that I've been able to progress to that point as an artist and a creator where I can pay people for their time. No, um, absolutely. Well, what I was going to yeah. say though, is that he did, um, there was a, a guy on Facebook and this is, this is the information I was talking about. There was a guy on Facebook cause I have Rico's info. I get that. I could hand to you, but what right. this guy on Facebook took one of the avatar, um, books and turned it into a motion comic, like a motion comic. Oh, nice! And and Rico and Rico actually voiced a character on there. Like I I saw because I'm a, I'm in a couple of different avatar groups on Facebook just because I'm a I'm like you I'm a huge fan, right? And the guy was like I need voice actors so and I know Rico's trying to get his just build his reel so I like shot over to him immediately and, and Rico ended up doing some work for it so it ended up nice that's yeah. super cool. It wasn't one of the main characters. Like he wasn't doing like you know like a character you would know. It's some you know third bit character. Right. Either way, it's still you still got to do it. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. He didn't get paid for, it, but he didn't care. <laughs> you, know, you know, right? Totally. And that's like a fan project, so that's kind of a little different. Sure. Oh well. Sure. Sure. Yeah. 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 So, but. Uh, I'm actually um, sending your your Kickstarter to you another podcast group I know that are local oh, here man. in Western Washington, uh, the Comic Dads. They uh, they are based out of Renton, and well, one of them moved to like the Midwest right. or or East Coast or some shit, but either way, far away. <laughs> Uh, but they still do like uh, they still do their shows over like either Skype or or Zoom or something, and uh, they they've been doing a lot of their their podcasts on on uh, their Twitch channel. <laughs> so I'm I'm taking them now and I'm in a in a sweet. Rico and I've been trying to figure yes. out how to get this on Twitch and, to reach and out we to struggle, you. I, I, uh, OBS OBS is such a pain in the balls though. I mean, it's such a pain in the balls program. The R- OBS. I mean, yeah. you can, the you can RTGP, do it right from Yeah, I know. I'm, uh, I'm actually. I'm going to explore that. Time. I'm just waiting until um 2.0. Yeah, at this point, I'm waiting until 2.0 for that. But I'm saying prior to finding Get Vocal, we tried to figure out how to yeah. do it on Twitch, and OBS is such a pain in the ass that it it ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a resource hog too. <laughs> I actually. With the other podcasts that I do, and I'll talk to those guys and see, uh, maybe get Ken over there too. But um, we, tr- I we initially started doing the, their show on on Get Vocal here, and uh, and then I figured, you know what, we should try try doing Zoom because then we could have more people than just four. I think it's I think it's a Although max with of the six. 2.0, so we're going to have options to yeah. have more people on. Uh, oh really? Oh wow. That's still better than four, um, but uh, I was gonna see about like doing uh, streaming with a Zoom recording, and uh, my laptop is yeah. is decent. It's probably not as is as good as CJ setup, but uh, OBS, which is a streaming software, uh, open broadcast software, I think is what it's called. Oh, but, uh, um, it's a resource hog, and it like blue screened my computer. 
last time I was doing it. Actually, I was oh, doing it yeah. while I was, I was streaming I, here with you. Remember that time I disappeared for like 10 minutes? It was, it was your studio you know, too, right? I ended up carrying like, the, the 206 Geek show for like 10 minutes. I'm like, I'm running out of show now. Um, <laughs> welcome, everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, but well, uh, that, I think that was back the, when you were uh, still calling it Todd Askew uh, or whatever. So it worked out, but yeah. Um, but uh, I. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, uh, yeah. OBS can is can be kind of bloated. I think, especially the, the if you problem have lots I was of, having like, with OBS was trying to be able to capture. I was able to capture Rico, or I was able to capture me. I wasn't able to capture us both. Yeah, it was really. Really? Oh, I think you have to go oh, into oh, the uh, Todd. I, I, the I was trying every the, property uh, and every. It, it was just a, and and Mark. And I'll tell you, I, I I went as far as to calling uh, Mark, and I had Mark on the phone, and Mark uses OBS to do his Twitch streams, so he's very familiar with the software, and he was even like, "Yeah, no, I don't know what the problem." Yeah. Is. <laughs> yeah. But. Um. Well, listen, Todd. I, I, you know I love hanging out with you, buddy. But you know I'm all, I've said through, since the beginning of Podeskew, I'm exhausted. So I'm gonna I'm gonna jump and relax for a little bit. But oh yeah. my gosh, I had no idea. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's yeah. He's also on the East Coast. I'm in too, Jersey right so now. So it, okay, I'm, I just assumed you were West Coast, like we. Like, <laughs> no, and, and, and Todd, I'll tell you, I, it, that hasn't stopped me. I've hung out till like two or three right. in the morning before, but it's it's still I I. Well, now I get why you're so tired. But it's been a long week, so I'm a little tired. Yeah, sure, yeah. week. Um, Todd, give me a do me a favor since you guys are gonna be hanging out for a bit. Give yeah. him information on how to get a hold of Podeskew because we might be able to help him out a little bit too if we can on our end. So. Um, and also with the network, the way the network's growing, we might be able to, you know, eventually Definitely. do something there too. So yeah, we, we have our own, if you see right up there, I don't know if you can see it. Let me move wait, wrong way. Hold on. There we go. If you see up there on the end, that's our, our media network that we've launched. So. Okay, cool. Yeah. I saw the, uh, the pod askew thing below it. I didn't see the, the odd pods. Yeah. So that's, and we, we just, we just got partnered up with Spreaker prime and iHeart. So, yeah. you know, yeah. who knows, oh, nice. who knows where the, where the ceiling is, but uh, so, so I can't make any promises at the moment, but I can certainly try to connect and see what we can do. Cause we, we have a whole lot of plans now about how we're going to expand the network. So. Nice. Very cool. But that's uh, awesome. yeah. And Todd, uh, you know, that's you're, you're, you're in that mix as well. We're trying to figure out how to get everybody involved, you know? So it's, it's just a matter of doing it the smart way. So don't, I, I'm not, again, same to you. I can't make any promises, anything anytime cool. soon, but we're definitely, we're definitely we're we're exploring our options because this this opens a whole bunch of doors for us. So we'll we'll let you know. Oh, dude! I believe me, Todd. I know how to get a hold of you. That's not oh, a problem. But yeah, so can you can find yeah. me on. We're on Twitter. All it's, it's exactly as you see it on Twitter. All those places to find us, and we'll see what we can do about if we can help you out. Even if we just have you on the show and talk about your project. So you know, if nothing else. So yeah, no, super cool. I'd be delighted. I that's a I'd be I'd be honored. To, so thank you very much. I oh appreciate yeah, no, it. it's nice to meet you, and it's been great chatting with you. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Same to you. And and we're always about Todd. I'll tell you, we're always about supporting new creators and and sharing that content where we're very much about that on Podescue, you know, so, you know, um, so we'll, yeah. we well, can definitely talk, but, uh, all right guys, you all have a good night. I will talk to Later. you soon. All right. Take her easy. See ya. So yeah, I, I, I forwarded you. your, your Kickstarter over to the comic dads and those guys, those guys have connection with um, uh, King Kong. Oh, okay. Oh, they changed the name. Used to it's be called Renton, uh, Renton City Comic Con. Cool. Yeah, King Kong. I'll check that out because I know one of the King things if I if King I do actually make Con this goal, which is I think a relatively modest goal, so I think I should be able to make it. We're already. I mean, I'm already at 31 percent within 24 hours. So as I got 28 days to go, I think we'll make it. Um, but I'll, I'll probably have a few leftover physical yeah. copies that then I got to try and sell or give away to people to review. There you go. I, there you go. Well, I'll, I'll have mine in the mail whenever you get them printed out. So I'll, I'll, I'll definitely 
I'll definitely check it out and and um, I'll probably actually depending on how you how you do it uh, if if the digital goes out first I'll probably absolutely read that yeah that, that'd be great just stash the uh, the physical one once I get it but um, uh, um, but yeah those guys those guys are pretty tight with like the the people that run King Con and um, they've also right. well, up until like you know the world imploded upon itself with the, uh, you know, okay, sweet. the virus and everything. They were also pretty tight with the people over at SummerCon too. Um, so they actually, <laughs> I was so jealous. I wanted to go, but okay. I, I, I actually went peninsula. to high school in Bremerton. Over, uh, out near Kingston, Washington. And, actually, I don't know if I know where Hansville okay, is. So you know, then you probably know where Hansville is. That's where I'm at. Okay. I, yeah. I know where Kingston is. Um, North about, and when I was, when I was in high school, I had a buddy who worked as a, his parents were the, like a seamstress on Banger. So we got to go onto the Banger, the, the base to watch movies okay. at the cheap theater. Good night. Oh, wow. Down yeah, he's in Australia, by the way. So yeah, Jay's awesome. But yeah, no, um, so yeah, before everything happened, those guys were doing all the different local conventions and oh, stuff. Cool. And they interviewed um, the actor who plays Hodor, and uh, they even they even did they they even did the uh, moderated Sweet. panel for the comic the comic book men from AMC. So they talked like Ming and and uh, and those guys. But uh, in fact, one of the two guys, um, Egypt. Uh, I guess was in trouble with his wife because he was at this convention and she was stuck at home with the kids. Um, Jay Muse grabbed oh. Egypt's <laughs> phone and recorded a live uh, Facebook for her on his page. It's absolutely hilarious. It's like, right. Wait, he, he he went live and I went to click on it. I was like, that's, <laughs> that's Jay awesome. Did Jay Muse just walk off with Egypt's phone? <laughs> right. Wow. I definitely need to get back over to the other side of the peninsula from the peninsula over to the yeah. Seattle area, but that's not going to happen anytime soon because Kitsap County is, is doing way better right. than Pierce. Yeah. King I'm, I'm hopeful that uh, these right vaccines now, as far are as the, start, the pandemic uh, goes, you know, hopefully getting <laughs> things back to normal sometime soon. Yeah, on, on, because you work at the at the Capitol. I don't know. We haven't we haven't gotten them one yet. Of the, one of the first people to get those. And those we're uh, we're, shots we're essential market. staff, so like, um, when everything kind of wow. hit in March, we they sent us yeah. home, but they My brought name. us back in May. Um, yeah, and we've been I've been back to work full time ever since. So like. I mean, I got to count my right. blessings there because, you know, my mortgage is paid and I'm not going hungry and I'm, and I'm working. Uh, and I know a lot of people aren't, so I know it's, it's rough times. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. No um, worries. It's all good. Sorry. I just had a brain fart. My brain. Um, so yeah, I, I before like the the pandemic thing, I was I was trying to, to like do go to conventions and stuff, and I was I was you know networking and making connections and trying to find people to be on the podcast and things like that, and and then uh, that's probably the reason why I I jumped at the chance to become oh, nice. one so, of the okay. people that are doing like, the beta test for Get Vocal. I was like, I can so I can, so that way I can I can talk to people who aren't. Right, like just down the street, or I don't have to. Yeah, I had never heard of half, uh, Get Vocal to, before. To somebody uh, he sent me uh, the the link earlier you know, today, so I never. I was uh, this platform is new to me. It's pretty slick. They're nice. they're going to be rolling out 2.0 like in the next month or two, I think. And uh, right now, it's it, you can it. You can people can apply to 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 be a, a a streamer or a podcaster on on Get Vocal. It doesn't cost anything. They're looking for beta testers at the very least. But once 2.0 comes out, they're going to relaunch and everybody is going to be able to start doing their things. And they're going to have like a 
Well, the way, at least when they first started, and they still kind of do this, is they have like schedules. Like people do their shows at certain times, at certain times of the week. Um, Fridays is Fandom Fridays, so all the shows that happen on Fridays tend to be very nerd geek centric. Um, Thursdays, I think, are true crime, and uh, Saturdays is a lot of Star Wars stuff. Uh-huh. So, I mean, if you go to the main page off of here and just uh, okay. scroll down, you'll see all the, the upcoming shows. Lots of different types of shows. Um, there's even a way if you have a Patreon thing, and that's another thing you could probably look into doing once you get started with, um, you know. The initial start with Kickstarter, you could probably even um, do like a Patreon thing. Patreon is like a a, a, a monthly, right? Or you can either do monthly, or you can do per post charges. You post something it can be uh, uh, right. like video or audio, or even just pictures. And there's a lot of podcasters, lots of streamers on there. Um, Get Vocal has a setup where if you have a Patreon setup, you can have your Get Vocals be like um, for pa- your patrons, nice. your 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 backers, your subscribers. So I try. No, I hear you. I don't man. have enough, I've looked into doing stuff with, uh, with Patreon my as well. For that to and I'm like, thing, but, uh, and part of me thinks that I'm just too old to understand the the new model uh, uh, of of you know paying a monthly fee to to someone that you like their stuff. Um, and then, uh, the, the other fact is that I don't, I don't have fans to give me money. So, and that's actually, that's kind of ties a, a big reason why I'm doing a Kickstarter. Um, well, because like, if I just went and ordered a hundred books from, from the press, like, then I wouldn't know what to do with them. Whereas with the Kickstarter, at least like people are like saying they want this comic. So, like, that to me, I think is the. One of the one of the reasons I wanted to do it this way, right? Yeah, and and and, and when I invited you earlier today, it's like you know what? I just if nothing else, I'll get him to talk him about what he's doing, and this will be cool to chat with. And um, and then I figured, you know what? <laughs> you know, if, if he's really fun to talk to, I'm gonna say, you know. No, you're not fun to talk to. You're not good at this cool. You are, by the way. I'm not saying you aren't. But uh, uh, but uh, you know, like you have you have cool content, and like I was definitely right. going to be like, CJ, you know, check this dude out. And actually, I mentioned towards the end of his shows, like you needed. They asked what I was doing on my shows. Like, well, I'm going to be probably right. talking to this guy about his 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 comic, but he's working, right. he's doing on Kickstarter. Oh, I'm going to have to come over and check that out because because uh, he's he's he like I said earlier, he's a metalhead. He does. Um, he not only is he a podcaster, but he recently started doing like an online like oh, shoutcast cool. radio show where he uh, plays like music and stuff. And the last, like, and I said earlier, last episode it was just like a, a guessing game to figure out what what movies the songs were from. The one before that was like uh, a theme of um, heavy metal from the '90s, and it like started from like '90 to like all the way up to '99. Each year, he nice. played a couple songs from. It was That's actually pretty cool. cool. There was a lot of good songs. There was a few duds, but it was mostly good. But uh, absolutely, yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, but uh, yeah, thanks for coming What's on that? the show. I, I, I was like, well, I'm gonna, I'll give you a link. I was like, well, oh no like, worries, we're all good. Even um, if he, he and doesn't, like, I was still gonna uh, talk uh, about your. Are you your Todd so. Sellers? Okay, do you mind if I send you a Facebook for, uh, request? Okay. Cool. Yeah, that would be me. Go for it, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, actually, I was gonna say, I... let's end this here.